Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Monica Moments. I know it's been a while since I've been on this platform. So much has been happening um, and redirecting me in other areas. However, I wanted to come and do this episode. Um, I want I had an experience on Saturday and it was so profound that I wanted to share it with all of you. You know, we're always excited to add value to others as well as help people discover their best kept secrets. And this weekend I was traveling not far, less than a two hour commute. And I started um, looking at um, my YouTube app before leaving my home and a Hall of Fame speech was on the tread. And so I listened to that Hall of Fame speech and I was like, wow, it was an amazing, it was an amazing um, speech from start to finish, just where you just never know when we look at athletes, football, basketball players, we never know until we get to know um, that that athlete, where it all started. Um, so many times we we meet them in the middle and sometimes at the end of their careers. But it was very profound as I listened to this um, particular speech and he talked about where he started and he was finishing his career in the Hall of Fame. So as I was preparing to leave my home and get on the road, I thought, how many more of these are available on the YouTube app? And before I um, actually uh, took off, I was like, wow, there are so many um, Hall of Fame speeches, football as well as basketball. And I'm sure there are baseball, soccer as well, but I, I, I honed in on football and baseball, excuse me, and basketball. So for my hour and a half commute, I put uh, the YouTube on in the car and it just continued to play the different speeches. Some some um, athletes I had heard of, some I had not, but the context of each speech started from home, uh, just the type of parents centered in the home, the siblings, what the community looked like and how it was starting school and what made their particular sport appetizing to them. And then going on to talk about the disappointments, the missed, the missed throws, the missed catches, the missed layups and shots and, and, and what that did to them as a person, um, what it did to them um, as an athlete and, and the challenges. And, and sometimes in some of the speeches, I heard a little about internal conflict, really understanding what it meant to work through things, to embrace the confidence and, and, and the gift and the talent um, that these men and women had. And as I, as I listened, I thought, how important is it, not just for athletes, but for all of us to look at where we start in life and to determine if we want the end 
to be the same or to mimic the start. Because here's what the one of the key things I took from listening to these speeches for, and I'm going to say for three hours, because when I traveled back, I put that same YouTube um, in and I just picked up where I left off. So in three hours, I, I just listen and I want to share a few things I learned from what I heard. The first thing, it, it does not take status quo, monies, uh, uh, fame, or even uh, labels to get to where you want to be. Um, more so than that, it takes belief, tenacity, um, faith, and, um, and trust, and trusting um, as it relate and trust as it relates to trusting the process or the path that you want to take. Something else that I learned too that winners are not quitters. Winners are people who try time and time again the ultimate um, picture of resilience and sacrifice. Winners refuse to quit because quitting would be a sign of defeat. And winners like to win. So winners like to defeat, not to be defeated. Something else I learned from um, my listening experience was taking a risk is not always a bad thing because when we take risk, there is something that we're going to experience on the other side, whether it's something we had anticipated or something that completely threw us off guard. But there's something we're going to experience on the other side. Something else I learned Getting into giants spaces will inflame and birth the giant in you. What do I mean about that? I've learned that sometimes getting into a place or a space or even in a person's personal space who, who's been about 10 to 15 feet ahead of where you want to go, it has its privileges it exposes, it teaches, it builds, it guides, it leads you in a way that perhaps the average person of the average situation would probably not. Getting into a giant's face, and I mean situation, circumstances, that means doing something for the first time and not the last time. That means going and and going to um, someone to introduce yourself, nervousness and all. That means asking someone, how can I assist? I see you have something good going on. How can I assist? How can I volunteer? How can I be a part of your movement? Now, in the same realm as this, I also learned that it's an effect 
effective move and measure when we connect with like minds. When when I sat and listened to these speeches, whether it was football or basketball, they talked about how they spent time in the community and in the schools and after schools with people who loved the sport and the game just as much as they did. Now, here's something else that I learned, too, about the start and the finish. It takes some decision making, not by those around you, but it takes decision making by the spirit that lies within you. Putting a decision on something as opposed to pondering something. Those are two different positions being Willing to do something and being ready to do something. Those are two different positions. So it really requires a decision when you're talking about the difference between where you start and where you want to finish. It really requires a solid decision and not only the solitude of the decision, but the belief in the decision that's made. Also, as I sat and listened, something else that I learned as well, the the law of intentionality was so real in all of these speeches because these men and women were determined that they were going to break down barriers. They were going to have breakthroughs. They were may have even had some hiccups along the way, but they were going to grow and accomplish what they entered into the leagues for. And that was to be the best that they could possibly be. As I sat and listened, I was um, a couple of speeches that, you know, just really, um, stood out and 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 one one was Dr. Buss who was the owner um he he's he's deceased now but he was the owner of the Los Angeles Lakers when 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 I sat and and and, and just really as I drove rather and and listened to him and listened to his speech and, and he just talked about how he brought that dynasty to the era and I'm not big on I'm not big on sports but I'm telling you I may become a a watch person of the game after the experience I had on Saturday because I'm not into the physical part of it, but just getting into the mindset of these people that you see run touchdowns, throw touchdowns, and and make those winning shots on the basketball court. Another, another, um, another speech that stood out to me was Coach K out of Duke University. And what a brilliant mind. What an amazing person. Um, just really putting together a program where what he was doing was so phenomenal. They offered the the upper league, the NBA offered him, please come join us. You have so much to offer. But the loyalty in him stayed true to Duke University. And as he was giving his speech, he had his Duke University um, 
players to stand. And there were so many players that stood. And just in the caption of the players that they showed on the screen, you saw a sense of pride when he asked them to stand. And here's here's something else too. Great leaders are great organizers. And great leaders have good discipline. And I found out about Coach K that he also was in the military. So most of us know that military teaches his structure and, and different ways of doing things. Punctuality is big. Uh, accountability is e- even bigger. So I was very, when I, when I heard him speak and then he talked a little bit about his background, then it started to make sense to me. And one that just really touched me as well, when I heard Allen Iverson talk about how a poor decision cost him every every option to play football and basketball that were that that was presented um before the poor decision happened, he was being recruited in basketball and football, and that one poor decision wiped all of the possibilities away until talking about foundation coming from the foundation he was birthed from he had a mother that saw so so much more than the poor decision in her son and she went to a school called georgetown university and she spoke to a coach named john thompson and asked him to give Allen Iverson a chance. And in his speech, he simply said to his coach, thank you for saving my life. Now I wanna go over to the football. As I listened to the football players, I I was so moved by um, Jimmy Johnson. I think that's um, Jimmy's first name with the Dallas Cowboys. And just talking about just the time, the loyalty, and the work that he had put into uh, the Cowboys and working with uh, the owner of the Cowboys and, and developing such an amazing relationship with Troy Aikman. And he's the one that actually presented him and just really wanting to wanting his work to speak for him and get to that place and then finally getting there, you know, never petitioning or, or, or tapping anyone on the shoulder and saying, please, you know, talk to the people about me going into the NFL Hall of Fame, but getting there. And then, you know, uh, Deion Sanders, that was another um, speech when he talked about his mom and he talked about how he felt um, underprivileged um, when he was in the circle of certain players because these players were coming out of two-parent homes and they were coming um, out of homes where parents were mid-management or upper-management employed. And he talked about being ashamed of the position that his mom had because his mom cleaned up, I think it was hospitals or hotels. And taking that that 
feeling and turning that feeling into the ultimate law of intentionality as well as the law of awareness. And he he was determined that if he was given a chance that he would make sure that he would never have to be in another position where he was ashamed of anything that his mom was doing because he was going to be make sure that she didn't have to do anything but just enjoy life. And I tell you, as I was listening, and there were some players, some stories I heard, and I don't recall the athlete's names, but one athlete talked in particular about just being a good person. And he talked about how being a good person being his daily objective and goal, and not only led to uh, a successful career, but it also led to front office positions. And, and he stated he was still working with a franchise during his, um, during his Hall of Fame speech. So I wanted to share this because so many times throughout my career, I have spoken to people, and more recently, I have spoken to quite a few people about starting businesses and I hear things like, I don't know what it looks like. I would love to do that, but I don't know what it looks like. I've heard people um, say things like, um, no one in my family has ever started a business. I think I need to go to school and get a degree in business in order to start one. Um, I'm not financially prepared to start a business. Uh, I'm concerned about family support if I started a business. So many things. And I just want to say to anyone who's been in that position where you wondered like you were looking at your big picture like it's supposed to look like your small frame. And what I mean by that is you were taking your current situation and you were not allowing yourself to stretch your own rubber band. The law of the rubber band is probably my favorite law of all the um, 15 invaluable laws of growth. And you are just stuck in where you are. So it prohibits you to see all the awesome places that you may go. I am speaking to you. How you start does not dictate how you finish unless you're determined not to adjust, move, or mobilize to do anything different. Don't allow where you are to determine or dictate where you are to go. If you are in a position where you have to take one step at a time, do not denounce your ability to jog, run, or sprint when that time comes. We have to get outside of our own limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs, and understand that if you believe that you have the bold and the braveness to take a chance on yourself and make that first step in doing so, all you have to do is stay in that mindset because that mindset will draw the resources, the tools, the support, as well as the people in that you need. Now, if you're out there saying, Monica, I, I, I took that step. I thought I was on the right track. 
and I got so many different no's and not now and unavailable to help. Let me say this to you. No is part of growth. No is part of success. Rejection is part of success. Failing at something is part of success. So I don't want you to speak to what has happened. I want you to speak to what you actually believe because no one said the path was going to be easy. But what I will assure you that it is certainly possible when you put all that you are into all that you you believe and press it forward. So as I get ready to end, I want you to ask yourself this one question. Will the end connect to the start or will the end blow the start out of the water? I want you to ask yourself that question. Will it connect to or will it blow it out of the water? I hope your answer is the latter because if you don't take anything else away from my experience, I want you to understand this one thing. Here's where you start, but it has no power of or authority over where you end. That end, that destination, and where you are to go, the power of that lies in you. Until next time.